Welcome to the Shutterbug Life Podcast. If photography is not just something you do, but who you are, this is a place for you. In this podcast, we talk about everything you need to be, do, or have to reach your true potential. Let's celebrate the creative photographer's lifestyle with your host, my dad, Linford Morton. Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Shutterbug Life Podcast. This is your photography lifestyle podcast, and I'm your host, Linford Morton, but of course, you can call me Lynn. This, of course, is for photographers and enthusiasts who really, um, who, who dig, we dig the stuff, right? And we look, we look for every edge we can to get better. So today I have an episode in store for you that I think will be helpful and, and timely, and the episode is is called Preparing for a Photo Walk. Now, the reason it's timely is because this coming weekend, October 3, 2015, is the coming weekend, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, we are having the Worldwide Photo Walk Day. And, and I thought, you know, we get a lot of people when we start uh, participating in these photo walks, uh, like things like a photo walk day or something big like this, who don't normally do this kind of thing. So I thought it might be helpful just to um, for for the newbies just go through some of the things they can expect and what they should do to prepare um, if they are participating, not just in f- worldwide photo walk day, but any other photo walk or photo meetup where we are just getting together with a group of photographers and um, seeing a new area and taking pictures. So that's what we have in store as our feature for this week. So we're starting late this week. We're, we're, I usually try and get these done at the beginning of the week, out Sunday, announced on Monday, and now we are you know, midway through the week, but I still wanted to get one out for this week because, of course, as I said before, this topic can be timely and helpful for anyone who's going into. Now, I did have a one out, uh, an episode I've been preparing now, and I've shelved it for two weeks in a row on it, all the questions you want answered on about lenses, and so that will likely go out at the beginning of the week and get us back on track for. Um, our cycle. All right. So that's what we have in store for, for today. Thank you so much for, for starting for, well, not starting the week, but for joining for another episode, episode 39. Now, uh, just a couple things I wanted to, to announce. And the first we've hinted at, and actually I've announced it, announced it already. The worldwide photo walk day is October three, which is this, this coming weekend. And of course I am going to be uh, leading a team or leading a photo walk through the historic neighborhoods of Washington, DC. And it looks like we are full by Scott Kelby standards, which is he limits uh, he limits it to fifty people, but I've got some emails from other people who are going to be the, in the area and wanted to know if they could come along and and to them I say ah come on the more the merrier. Well, what I've learned in this is that not everyone shows up. So if if you are on the waiting list or if you uh, wanted to come, don't be dissuaded by the fact that it says full because. You know, history tells me that a good chunk of those people might not show 
anyway. So we, we'd welcome those of you who really want to attend. It's October 3, of course. Hours of Stars goes from 3 to 6 p.m. And you can find more information about it on the show notes for this episode. Um, and uh, yeah, so everything you need to know, I done, I did this, this slate, uh, document, which Adobe created this document called this, this app called slate for the iPad, which lets you make really cool interactive, um, webs, web pages or presentations for the web. So I did one of those just to see how it works. And I really think it's kind of cool. I like how it turned out. So at a minimum, go check that out. And you can see everything you need to know to be prepared if you already signed up or if you want to join, what you need to know about that one. So that's the first thing I wanted to announce. The second thing is I've also hinted that at the Photo Plus Expo in New York City, uh, which is uh, the third weekend of October 22nd through 24th, I believe, in New York City at the Jacob Javits um, Convention Center. During that show, I plan on doing a free photo walk, and I'm announcing it now officially, but I've been hinting uh, uh, at the fact that I wanted to do a free photo walk for those of us in our community who happened to be in in New York City for the show. And so I want to do one, I'm announcing it now, October 23rd, which is that Friday afternoon before it ends on Saturday. And Friday afternoon from 4.30 to 6.30 p.m., it's going to be a free photo walk through Harlem. That's right. I figure we've done enough of the Brooklyn bridges and empire States and all the other stuff. So let's go to Harlem. And and the cool thing is I know Harlem has a lot of really great cultural and historic sites. And I saw a lot of them when I was, I was there for, um, I was there oh, last month and I was just sort of, I didn't spend a lot of time looking around, but I just saw it again for the first time in a long time. And I thought, this is really cool. And and last summer I went with my son because he was in New York. He was attending an NYU film, um, film uh, camp. And so he, while we were there uh, up in Brooklyn, he said, uh, he said that I want to go see Harlem. So I said, okay, let's go, Har- let's go see Harlem. So we got on the train, went up there and we bounced around. It was really cool. And I took just a couple pictures, but I really wanted to go back and do some, some real shooting. So I, th- I figured what the heck, this is a great opportunity. You'll see more on the show notes about where we will be going because I will have a link there to the announcement. I found a photo, a suggested photo, a suggested walking tour from National Geographic. And I think I like a lot of the locations there. So we might just sort of loosely follow that and and start. So we'll start at uh, 123rd Street and Morningside at Morningside Park and we'll end up somewhere near Showtime at the Apollo. So that's what that will look like. And if you want to join, um, you can just go to the shutterbuglife.com um, forward slash events and you you should find it there. Please come on out and join us and let's have some fun. New York should be fun and Harlem should be even more of a blast. Okay. All right. So that's all I have for sort of the announcements for today. Let's get into our feature of this episode. Thank you.
All right, so today we are talking about uh, preparing for a photo walk. And I think this is important, of course, as I said before, because now we're seeing more and more people starting to come out and get involved in photo walks. And even when I did my photo tours, right before we started, I'd always get questions from people asking what they should pack and what they should bring or, or how they should prepare. And so I figured... You know, this can be just a resource, a standalone resource, um, not just for this weekend, but for any other time you might be doing something like this. Okay. So how you prepare for a photo walk. The first thing you'd want to do, and and I think it's probably one of the more important things, is you want to pack lights. This is one of the big mistakes I see people make. They show up for photo walks or for photo tours, and they're just weighed down with camera bodies and, and tripods and flashes and three bags and all kinds of stuff. And one of the things you'll find is that we we spend a lot of time walking and moving around. And while that stuff might feel okay when you start, you know, an hour or two plus into the photo walk, it, it'll start to weigh on you, literally. And so you want to pack light for these things and just bring the essentials. And for that, I say, you know, one camera should be fine. One camera. I know some of us like to take around two camera bodies just so you have not just backup, but also um, a wider range of coverage. You will have one with a shorter focal length and one with a longer focal length, and you can swap between the two. That that will get heavy really quickly. One fo- one camera should be fine, and 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 likewise, just one lens ought to be ought to be fine too because you don't want to be swapping lenses too many times throughout your photo tour because not only will, you, will, will it might will it lead to you possibly missing a shot but you know having the lens open so much will make it easy for dust to get in and get in your sensor it's just it's just better not to be swapping back and forth if you don't have to now of course there are times you may you know want to or have to be to get just the right shot but we try and keep that to minimum most people get by i think with just a a medium zoom lens by that i mean you know the 24 to 70 or 24 to 85 24 to 105 depending on you know which brand of camera you have anything in that range should be good enough and should serve you well now, I'm assuming that you can get fairly close to whatever you're shooting so that this this uh, focal length will be good enough for you. And, and this usually works if you're in a city area. But let's say you're out and you're doing a, a photo walk in nature somewhere. You might need a longer lens to, to get uh, some of the animals that will be further away, farther away from you. And so, you know, keep that in mind. It depends on what you're shooting. But generally speaking, for a city-based photo walk, one of those medium zooms should be just fine. Or you could just do a fixed focal length. I like to do that a lot um, just to get one of my prime fixed focal lengths and 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 this just means a lens without a zoom on it so that means you zoom with your feet you move back and forth whether you have the 50 or the 85 or or something wider on your camera it's or the 35 is another popular one it's good because it um it it forces you to see very differently in a in a different more creative way i find anyway so um and so 
the the lenses you might look for are going to be a medium zoom or a fixed focal length or what we like to call a fast prime. Um, of course, but by the same token, if you're just carrying a few things, you don't need the big old bag that you typically um, you typically might carry if you're taking everything with you. You want to dress accordingly because you're going to be, again, walking a lot. So I can't stress enough comfortable shoes, loose, comfortable clothing that you don't mind getting dirty because sometimes, you know, to get the shot, you're going to have to you're going to have to get low or get on the ground or, you know, get in some really awkward, uncomfortable position. And naturally, you'll be happy to do that to get the good shot. Right. Of course. So just remember to dress accordingly so that you're not worried about getting your fancy white clothes dirty um, on a photo walk. Okay, so pack lightly is the first tip for today. And the next one is you want to be safe. And boy, I almost thought about making this one first, but safety is going to be key and and you want to you know be smart about the way you go about your photo walk so that you don't put yourself at risk or in harm's way the first thing i'd say is is to not <clears throat> is to is to not advertise your expensive gear and and by that you know one of the more obvious ways this happens is you know nikon and canon and all the other manufacturers they like to write the model name of the camera on that strap that goes around your neck now, they do it because that's good advertising and marketing for them. But it also alerts anybody who might, you know, be up to no good exactly how much money you have hanging from your neck. And so for that reason, I almost never use that that strap with the name of the camera on it. I just I just think it calls too much attention to the camera and um and and the value of what you might have hanging around your neck. So so don't advertise the expensive gear. By the same token, I, just what I talked about, you know, walking around in places you're not too familiar with, w- with two cameras hanging from your neck, again, advertises that you have a lot of uh, money hanging around your neck and on your back. Um, so be safe, keep your, keep things where you can see them and keep your hands, you know, pretty close, you know, on them. And, and so sometimes you, you know, I see people, you can have it on your back and then your, your, your bag is open. So you, you want to keep it, keep it, you know, under your arm or somewhere. If you're walking around, keep the camera so that you have, have your hands on it at, at almost all times. There was a scene in there's the Will Smith had a movie that came out I think earlier this year or last year called Focus one where he was a a pickpocketer or con man and there was this one scene they were in New Orleans on Bourbon Street and they they picked this guy's lens off of his DSLR and it, oh it just gave me the willies looking at it how easily I never thought about how easily that could be done. I, I found a clip on it uh, on YouTube. I'll, I'll put that on the show notes. But y- you know, you want to you want to keep your and you know, a lot of people saw that movie, and so I'm sure some people got ideas. But it just goes to show you want to always be careful when you're out in public with your gear, and uh, that's part of being safe. The other thing is. Um, y- 
you, you want to know your surroundings. You want to sort of study a map before you go somewhere and sort of have an idea what's around you and where you are. In the Army, we call this situational awareness. You want to know where you are and where, where everything is around you. And then more importantly, when you're there, you want to know you want to keep your eyes open and, and know what's around you at all times. You want to be aware of the people who are going by you and, and who, who's in the area. You, want to always, you always want to know where you are and what's going on. You don't want to be so focused on your camera or on your scene or your subject that you aren't paying attention to what's going on around you. This is basic stuff, but you'd be surprised how many people get excited and stop paying attention. And that just, um, you know, that, that doesn't end well a lot of times. So you want to, you know, want to keep know your surroundings, keep aware of what's going around. You might do a pick a buddy. Uh, that's always something that I would suggest, you know, in informal photo walks. And this is something we would do also in the military. You would have at least one person who you have you know, quote unquote, buddied up with. And you guys are just responsible for keeping your eyes on each other so that if the group gets separated, at least everyone has someone who's accountable for them and for whom you are accountable. And so, you know, that's just sort of helpful just to make sure we don't miss anybody or, or lose anyone along the way. So, you know, pick a buddy or if there's an, an, an odd number, maybe three of you could buddy up. It doesn't matter, but just, uh, it's just a good safety tool to use. And then the other thing is if you are going off to shoot somewhere and you don't have a buddy, let somebody know where you're going. You know, it, it's, it's the kind of thing where I know, I know a lot of times we, we, we just sort of wander off and we start following something that might interest us. And so many times people don't tell anyone and, and so someone just disappears and we don't know if we should go looking for you or if you're fine or what, so it'd be good if you were going somewhere, you could either tell your buddy or just tell someone in the group, hey, I, I, I'm going to go check out over here so that somebody knows. And when you suddenly disappear, we know that, you know, where you are and we don't have to worry or go looking for you. And I know we're all grown ups, but we still want to be our brother's keepers on 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 these events and outings. Okay. So pick a buddy, or if you plan to, to, to splinter off somewhere, just to let someone know you where you're going. So, and if you plan on coming back, or if you are just, you know, going to finish off the day by yourself, of course, if you plan on coming back, then that's a good thing um, for, to let someone know so that we can be on the lookout for you. And then the other thing you can do, so like in Meetup on the app, you can post comments. So you can always, you know, post a comment that says, you had enough fun for the day, I'm going home. So that anyone who's sort of looking there can can see that, oh, okay, someone has checked out. Right? So that's just good safety, you know, safe, safety precautions, safety tools. Next is be social. And the point of of the photo walk is not just to take pictures, but also to, to be social. And I remember when we, when we started our meetup groups, I would be surprised at how many of us, and I say us, we'd, we'd get to these events and we would just all go off on our own and start shooting. And so you would have a group of people shooting individually. And, and that, of course, defeats the purpose. You'll find if you come in a photo walk with me, I try to make a point of, 
of connecting with everyone who is there and saying hello and getting to know everyone who's there because, you know, that's the point of the whole thing, to, to be social. And so I, I would challenge you on your photo walk to try and meet someone new. And, and the easiest way to do that is just to help someone who knows less than you. And so it's that simple. You see someone who might be struggling, who needs some help, you know, give someone else a hand, you know, let the karma flow through the group. I always say help someone who knows less than you, learn someone from someone who knows more than you. And these things are not just fun, but educational, educational as well. Take your business cards or just a way to, you know, if you find someone you meet who you want to keep up with or you want to see their the photos they post on their blog or wherever, you can easily share that and go, here's where my pictures will be or here's how you contact me. Um, I think it's always uh, fun if we could keep the conversations and keep the the relationship building going beyond just, you know, that photo walk. I, I know in a meetup group, we've made so many friends and so many of us, um, continue to meet up outside of the, the official photo walks because we, we, we are connecting with other kindred spirits and people with whom we, we generally have some, lots in common. And so bring your business cards or ways to either share more about you or find out more about someone you might be interested in. Um, I'd say part of being social is talking about more than gear. Okay. So many people come out and they only want to pepper you with questions about your cameras and lenses. And really the, that's boring. I, yeah, I'm going to say it. It's, it's boring after a while to keep talking about the gear. Talk up some about what you create and what you look for and about your creative process or better yet ask questions and learn from someone else who, who also creates. And you will find that uh, the conversation might take on a more interesting dynamic. Okay. So that's uh, part of being social. And then the last one I just threw in, don't embarrass, don't be embarrassed to take selfies. You know, we always try and take a group photo before we begin, but as photographers, we never really do the selfie thing. I think for many of us, we feel there's like it's a little beneath us, but I, I started thinking about this because I'm doing the selfie challenge now on Facebook and I've never seen so many photographers do selfies before. It's kind of, it's fun to see everyone doing these selfies. You know, the fun thing about funny thing about us is we're always on the other side of the camera. So we never really see ourselves um, as much as everyone else who might be into the selfie thing. We're pointing the camera at other things. So so let's, you know, don't be afraid to stop and take some selfies and capture some of the, the fun of the energy of the day and remind yourself of the, some of the fun things you did while you were out on the photo walk. Okay. All right. So the next tip is pick a theme or experiment. And the reason I, cho- I, I added this one is because very often when you're out walking around, there can be so much going on that, and I talk about this a lot of my photo tours, it's, it's easy to get overwhelmed by all going, all that's going on and say, I didn't see anything. And the easiest, easiest way to avoid that is to pick one theme or one story idea that you're going to work for the day, at least to get you focused, uh, to get you shooting. I think once you start shooting, then it, 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 you know, opens up their creativity more and you start to see more and you find more, but just to get going, you might say, I'm only going to shoot purple. I'm only going to shoot shadows. I'm only going to shoot reflections or history or whatever it is. 
if you need ideas, look at the episode from 51 uh, Red Circles and 51 other photo um, project ideas. You can pick any one of those and you should be fine. So pick a theme and then, or just pick a technique that you want to work on and maybe pick someone else in the group who might be interested in the same thing and you guys can work on it together. But it's a good time to really just experiment because you have other people who can sort of can work with you. And that sometimes makes it easier to, to be creative. Okay. The next tip is know your rights. And this is, you know, revisits an earlier episode we did with Bert Crages the second, and he he wrote the very uh, popular uh, the photographer's right document, and I I have not only a copy of it on the episode which I'll link to on this episode, but I, I interviewed him to get um, some more detail on that. But generally speaking, if you're in the United States, if you're on public property, you have the right to photograph anything you want. And uh, you can photograph people, you can photograph property, as long as you're on public property and these things are visible to you. In most cases, they have no expectation of privacy. And so you're free to photograph anyone or any per, or, or anything in public and then the the law just says you can't use them for commercial gain so I, I can't use them to commercially promote a business or anything like that but if I'm just using it for my own personal use then 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 that's fine so know your rights and because sometimes you may be challenged by someone who might approach you and say you're not allowed to photograph and um demand that you delete it and of course no one can force you to delete anything and no one can touch your camera because that's an assault on you your person okay so know 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 your rights and know that if you are not on public property then the then the owner of the property has the right to ask you to stop photographing and you should of course comply because now you are on their turf and you should play by their rules. So know your rights is that tip. And the next one after that is mind your manners. So as a good follow along to know your rights is mind your manners. And the old saying from my one of my drill sergeants in, in the army was just because you can doesn't mean you should. And so because you are... You are allowed to photograph anything or anyone from from your public place. Doesn't mean you should. You know we're not doing anything in most of these photo walks that that is of any you know vital importance. So I say respect the wishes of your public if you're on a photo walk. You know we don't want to get labeled as a group of jerks or or people who are harassing or annoying people. So if someone wishes not to be photographed. Don't photograph them. You don't have to, and if you don't have to, there's you have no benefit from doing that uh, in this kind of a situation. Uh, the pleases and thank yous will get you a long way. Um, and most times if someone asks you what you're photographing or why, as long as you explain it to them, most people I found will be okay. As long as we know the, as long as they know the why, they're usually okay. Hey, why did you happen to take my picture? Oh, we're just having fun. We're on a big photo walk with a lot of other photographers and we're taking interesting looking things. You'll find that will get you through most of 
you know, most of the inquiries. Most people are just curious, and that'll get you through it. And and for those who don't, then, of course, uh, if they're uncomfortable, then, um, again, just uh, respect their wishes. Um, arrive on time is also under the mind your manners tip. So many times, you know, people will end up late and then they become frustrated because they can't find the group. And so for the best for the best experience, you know, be respectful of everyone who's arriving on time and you try and get there a little early too, so that the whole group can leave together fairly soon after the posted time for departure. Because, you know, it's only fair to the people who got there in time so that they shouldn't have to wait 20, 30 minutes for someone who's running late. If you know you can't, then, of course, you if you know the route they're going, then try and catch up with the group somewhere along the way. But um, don't don't ask them to wait 20 minutes for you because you are running late. That's not fair. Uh, so that's undermine your manners. And then I talked about teaching someone who knows less than you and then asking for help from someone who knows more than you. But don't expect someone who you don't know or a friend to spend the entire photo walk teaching you because that that's not fair to them because they came to shoot and have fun too. I've seen people who just followed one person around and just pepper them with questions and basically, they're asking for a, a, a workshop from someone who is just there to have fun. So that's not fair to them. You know, I, I think Karma says you can ask if you, you can ask, you can offer help, you can get help. And that really makes the group, uh, I think, fun and makes it so that it's not just a fun, ep, a fun experience, but also something where we all learn. But, you know, within boundaries because you know that the other persons also want to have fun shooting because that's why they are there too. Um, and then remember the golden rule, I think is the easy way to, to, um, uh, to remember that. Okay. So the, the, those are just some tips for you. Remember you want to pack lights. You want to be safe. You want to be social. You want to pick a theme and experiment and be creative you want to know your rights, and you want to mind your manners. If you do all this, I think you can have a really fun photo walk where you have a lot of great experiences. Now, in, after most many photo walks, there will be a, a location where all the attendees can post their images so that you can see what everyone else uh, captured. I think that it's one of the fun things about being in a photo walk or a photo meetup too, is to see what the people standing next to you um, captured. Sometimes you'd be surprised what someone else saw when you were right next to them. So, you know, look for places where you can all share your images together and you see what you all did. Um, in meetup, you can do that on the meetup platform, and then a lot of groups will have uh, Flickr groups or maybe Facebook groups where you can do something like that. Um, when we go out, we will share in our Flickr group for our Shutterbug excursions, okay? All right, so that's it um, for today. I hope some of those will be helpful for you as you uh, start thinking about and planning your next photo walk, and I hope the, it helps you um, have a good time.
right. Thank you so much. That ends episode 39. So glad that you hung out with me, and I hope that you uh, got something useful from it. Hey, if you like what we're doing, of course, you can subscribe and go to shutterbooklife.com forward slash subscribe. You can subscribe on iTunes, and you can go straight to the iTunes page by going to iTunes.com shutterbuglife.com you can check out the facebook group by going to fb.shutterbuglife.com and share some of your images and insights there and of course you can follow along if you come to one of our meetups if you're in washington dc and if you're going to be at photo plus expo then of course come make sure we connect some even if you don't come on the photo walk make sure you let me know so that we can at least stop on the the expo for and say hello. All right. Thank you so much again for another episode. I hope that you are having a great week and that wherever you are, you find yourself participating in a photo walk, if not on the photo walk day. All right. And whatever you do, enjoy your shutterbook life. Take care. Mm-hmm.